0: on instagram to break down this anthony davis trade that just happened moments ago so if anyone wants to join this conversation we'll uh we'll chop it up if you got any questions shoot them i'm gonna upload this to my podcast to strictly hip-hop and strictly hoop talk feed it's on itunes it's on uh spotify wherever you get your podcast check it out oh yo k prince what up boy what up dude what you think of this anthony davis trade let me know let me know, cause uh, I got some thoughts. I got some thoughts for sure. I'm pulling up all the stuff as we go, so I don't know how long this live will go. It's just gonna be based on, uh, based on how many people show out and just the kind of conversation. Cause I just wanted to break this down. I'm right here in Atlanta right now at the Marriott. Just got back to my hotel when this when this news broke. And I was, I was with On Deck TV. Shout out On Deck TV. We recorded a live podcast. And they were kind enough to shoot me this bottle. Uh, listening to the podcast, you can't see. But uh, it's a gold bar bottle. Super dope. So shout out On Deck family. We created some dope content. We're creating some more soon. But when I came back here, I got immediately, as I stepped foot in, in my room, I got the notification, Anthony Davis trade to the Pelicans. And the trade is three first-round picks, including the fourth pick, in this year's draft Lonzo Ball Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart so before I get to that let's see what let's see what Prince said do the Pelicans try and get some value for Drew Holiday in the trade or do they keep it until 2022 Drew Holiday is a great player but to me he doesn't fit necessarily what they're building you know with Zion and the draft so I would trade him for not necessarily this year's draft pick but future draft picks for sure um, just because I wouldn't want to load up and bet all my put all my eggs in one basket, especially a draft class that's considered pretty weak outside of the top few picks. So I if I'm if I'm the Pelicans, I would move I would move Drew Holiday for sure because I think he's a tremendous player with tremendous value around the league and a lot of teams could use him. And I'd love to see personally as a Drew Holiday fan. I'd love to see him in the new team. Uh, contending on a, on a on a playoff team because I think that's what he can do. I think he's a great guard, so I'd love to see that happen for for Drew Holiday. I'd love to see them unload Drew Holiday and get more picks. But I would I would take I would take either prospects that are already in the league or picks in another draft because you don't want to load up all too much on this draft pick. So my initial thoughts when it comes to this Anthony Davis trade is simply that. I, I'm really, I'm really concerned about, I'm really concerned about what they're going to do with Lonzo Ball. Or I, I shouldn't say concerned. I should say curious. I'm very curious on what they're going to do about Lonzo Ball because, the the reports at the deadline were that they didn't like Lonzo Ball. And even in the summer, there was reports that they didn't like Alonzo Ball, and so there was talk about maybe doing a, 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 a third team to the trade so that they could move Lonzo Ball, maybe Phoenix for the sixth pick, so Phoenix could finally get a point guard to play next to Dem Booker. I actually, like that pairing, I'd like to see that happen. But um, yeah, Alonzo Ball, I think I think he won't stay in. Um, I think he won't stay in New Orleans very long. I think they're gonna move him by draft night. And, you know, now with the draft just, uh, just under a week away, uh, the Pelicans have time. And I like that they did this at this moment because it, it allowed them the time to really sort through the draft and kind of figure out who they're going to take. I'm sure they've been doing that recons already, but it's one thing to do this trade when you're on the clock on draft night as opposed to a week or about a week in advance. So I think that helps the Pelicans. So I think the timing was great. And for the Lakers, I like that they kept Kuzma. Uh, I like that they kept Kuzma. I think he's at at his value with uh, $1.57 million. That's super, super cheap. That's bargain level. You can't find better than that. So if I'm the Lakers, I'm extremely happy with that. And the main thing is Anthony Davis is expected to waive waive his trade kicker, which is $4 million. And that $4 million is a difference between the Lakers having a near max slot and a max slot. But Davis has to do it um, soon, I believe. I believe he has to do it within the next couple of days. I have to, I have to do more, more research on that while we're doing this podcast. But I definitely think that, I definitely think that keeping, keeping Kuzma as well as the simple fact of freeing up cap space and just still having room to sign that third guy, that's going to be very interesting. And the Lakers have put themselves in a very nice position, and. It's crazy because two weeks ago, maybe maybe a little bit longer than two weeks ago, maybe like three four weeks ago, you would have said the Lakers have no shot at getting Anthony Davis because Kyrie. It seemed like Kyrie wanted out, but it wasn't necessarily all the way. I I myself at least was not bought in uh, on Kyrie leaving Boston. I thought uh, I thought Boston was just going to trade for AD, and that AD and Kyrie were going to just run it in Boston. And Boston would be fine because they they half their roster, the half that didn't get along with Kyrie, and things would things would be all good. So, <laughs> go Bulls, peace Prince. Appreciate you coming out to the live, uh, to the live and supporting it. So, shout out Kyle Prince once again, my man. But when it comes to this, when it comes to this trade, that's what really blows me away is that the Lakers are now the number one team in. Uh, in, in the race for Anthony Davis because then Kevin Durant injures himself and I didn't think New York had a better package once the draft shook out and they got pick uh they got pick three and LA got pick four. So that obviously that obviously diminished their turn. If they would have got one instead of New Orleans, I think I think New York would still be in the running. I think they still would have found a way to get Anthony Davis. But this Kevin Durant injury, um Anthony Davis wasn't gonna waste in our season. So he didn't want to he didn't want to be traded to New York, I, at least I don't think, once once Kevin Durant got injured because then he's playing around a bunch of bums, probably even a worse team than he had in New Orleans, and then he's just wasting our season. He already wasted wet last season, so he doesn't want to do it again, so... That's how the Lakers just ended up in front and in the race. I was just texting my guy. Uh, shout out to Tim, A.K. Cranjus, McBasketball on Twitter. Uh, runs the basketball index. He's a, he's very plugged in with the Lakers, and we have a lot of talks about the Lakers. And I was actually texting him yesterday, talking about um, there's no way that the Lakers don't get Anthony Davis within the next week. So that to me was a, that to me was a, a something that I seen the last the last week or so really. Kevin Durant's unfortunate injury really kind of cleared it out for me but I like this I like this trade a lot I'm glad that the Lakers that the Lakers did it at this time I'm excited to see what Anthony Davis and LeBron looks like and now I'm very excited to see who they get so there's there's Jimmy out there they'll they'll make a run at Kauai uh, they'll, they'll go after pretty much every free agent you know they might even offer KD a slot on the team but I don't think they I don't think they would. Um, and I don't think also that KD would all. I don't think KD would accept that as well so the Clippers could go after Kawhi that's probably where it seems like he's going to go if he doesn't go to Toronto but I, I'm just really curious now to see who that third person is in LA who's, who's the next person running LA what up RJ uh, if, you, if you got any thoughts on this Anthony Davis trade shoot it to me I'm doing this live and I'm recording the podcast I'm going to upload it on the podcast feed but let me hear your thoughts because um, I got plenty, man. This is, this is really, really interesting. It's, it's funny how two days ago, you know, we were celebrating the Raptors' championship, and now that's just an afterthought. Now the, the, next, the next big thing has already happened, and Anthony Davis being traded to New Orleans. Once again, the package is Anthony Davis, four Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including the number four overall first-round pick in this year's draft. I think they are screwed at point guard, to be honest. I feel what you're saying, RJ. I do. But to me, the issue... I guess not the issue, but... my Where I would disagree with that is, is because... The point guard position is so deep in the NBA today. It's really just a, an absolutely filled position. You can find a needle in a haystack pretty easily in today's NBA. You can find a point guard who can at least do something... And to be fair, what kind of point guard do you need playing next to LeBron? You know, now, granted, they do need a guard that can create and score. That's something that they definitely need. But as far as like a pure point guard, as far as a facilitator, it would be it would be helpful to have one. Of course, those are always helpful players, useful players. But I don't see them. I, I don't see them getting uh, I don't see them needing an, a point guard. OK, you're saying an elite point guard. Yeah, um, there's not really many that are on the free agency market. You know, do you wanna go after Chris Paul? I don't know if he's necessarily elite anymore. But that's that's I think Lakers third option or fourth option now. I would assume I what I assume is they're getting Jimmy Butler. That's what I've felt like the last three days. I felt like they're gonna get Anthony Davis, they're gonna get uh, they're gonna get Anthony or sorry, not Anthony Davis, they're gonna get Anthony Davis and Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler will be that combo guard that Dwayne Wade, that Kyrie Irving that scoring guard that LeBron loves to have on his team, somebody you can hand the offense over to. And then, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Rondo's the starting point guard on this team again. I really wouldn't. Uh, just somebody who can facilitate uh, facilitate the ball. And, you know, he's been an up-and-down shooter, but if Rondo's having a good shooting year, all of a sudden that that's all you need out of the point guard position with uh, with LeBron and Jimmy and Anthony Davis. So I could see right now my money would be and, again, it, there's so much movement in the NBA. I think a lot of trades are going to happen to the point where I don't see them. Uh, I could see them uh, just re-signing Rondo and running with that. But I don't see them making a trade for Chris Paul. I don't see them making a trade for Mike Conley. I feel like those were the scenarios they were going to go if they didn't get Davis. Just somebody, just that. those were like plan B and C. Um, you say Kemba will take less to stay and Kyrie going to Brooklyn? Yeah, Kyrie's going to Brooklyn for sure, no doubt. Uh, maybe this changes it, but I don't think it does because I think the players know this stuff more uh, and, and sooner rather than 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 the media does and the general public. So I don't think this changes his mind about Brooklyn, but maybe it does. Maybe it does. We'll, we'll see. But I I would I would bet a pretty good portion of my money on Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Kemba. I don't see Kemba taking less to stay I know he folded that out there but I just don't see what they're going to get with their salary cap situation I don't see what they're going to get that's going to be enough value for Kemba to want to stay or take less I think Kemba if he stays he's taking the max or near max very very close to the max uh, but Kemba's also another option like maybe he could go to I, I like him going to LA if they don't get Jimmy Jimmy's kind of tricky because I don't know how much he believes in Philly. I would I would assume that if he had the choice between going to the Lakers with Anthony Davis and LeBron or staying on Philly with that squad, I assume he would go to LA. But I don't know. He did he did really like Philly. I think I think Philly grew on him, and um, Philly's a hell of a team, man. They they almost took the Raptors out, and with how the Bucks series ended out, like, you know, Philly can realistically think. Philly can realistically feel like they they could have gone to the finals, and if they and if they could have gone to the finals this year and played the Warriors and the Warriors were as injured as they were, I think Philly's sitting at home thinking there's a possible route that we could have won a championship this year. So I think you're saying Jimmy goes to L.A. too. Yeah, that just that to me seems like the move. Honestly, I I, I feel like Jimmy's definitely going to L.A. Um, let's see what else is there to tackle about it um i talked about the the contract so anthony davis is going to waive his trade uh his four million dollar trade kicker which gives them just enough uh space to sign a max contract player and then of course they'll go over the cap to fill out their roster with a few tweaks there and that'll be a pretty difficult move but they have a nice look they'll have a nice starting five so they'll have they'll have lebron either kemba or jimmy at the one or two they'll have to fill that other guard with like the mid-level. So LeBron's obviously at the three, then Kuzma at the four, and Anthony Davis at the five. And that right there is a team that can contend. Now, RJ, I do want to throw one thing on, on you before I wrap this up, since you're in here. I want to I want to throw this by you, because I've been thinking about this hard. And I want to put this theory out there, and also everyone who's listening to the podcast when it's up a little later, let me know what you think, at Platy on Twitter or Instagram, wherever, whatever platform you prefer. But... I don't think LeBron's played with a guy as talented as Anthony Davis, has he? Because Anthony Davis, if you think about it, Anthony Davis is a guy who's top five in the NBA. When he's at his best, he's the, he is the best player in the NBA. He's top five, top three, maybe even top one on the best nights. I don't think LeBron ever had that. Wade was really, was really cold in Miami, did a lot of great things. He's a great player. He was a top 10 player, but I don't think he was a top five or a top one player in the NBA. And then in, in, in Cleveland, he had Kyrie. And Kyrie was, again, like a top 10, top 15 player in the NBA. I don't think LeBron's ever played with a guy like Anthony Davis that talented. And also LeBron's ever had a big like Anthony Davis. He's, the closest thing he had was Chris Bosh, who was great for what he did. But Anthony Davis is just that 2.0, 3.0. So I'm really, really excited to see LeBron and Anthony Davis team up in L.A., and I'm excited to see what this looks like. I'm excited to see who the third person they get is. Again, my money is Jimmy Butler. You think AD's game shrinks in L.A.? Um, yeah, I mean, somebody has to sacrifice. Somebody has to sacrifice in L.A., and it, it, it'll probably be Davis and Jimmy. It'll It'll probably be Davis and Jimmy or whoever that third star is. But um, but I think LeBron is selling him on, yo, this is, this is my team for like the next three years, and then afterwards is you. We're going to get some championships in LA, things are going to be good, and then eventually I'm going to pass the torch to you. Kind of like what he was trying to do with Kyrie before Kyrie said, no, I'm not going to wait for that. I'm going to take this opportunity into my own hands and, and have a team sooner. So I, I think that's the plan with LA. And I think Anthony Davis's game shrinks in LA just a little bit, like you said. But I, I, think it's a temporary shrink. I think Anthony Davis is going to grow, become a better player, and that's going to, um, and then it's eventually going to be his team. But that'll wrap up the podcast. RJ, if you have any last thoughts, uh, you could go ahead and shoot them while I'm plugging this. But thank you everyone that tuned into the podcast or the Instagram live, whichever, whichever way you consume this content. I greatly appreciate it is chris platy you can find me on my podcast strictly hip-hop and strictly hoop talk and the, those are two podcasts integrated in one feed on itunes apple spotify what, whatever platform you you consume stitcher and uh this happened at the perfect time man i was i was in atlanta shooting some tv work for on on deck tv so shout out on deck tv once again they were really dope tonight and we did some dope content so I can't wait to see I can't wait to see what they what they do and I can't wait to get that content out to you guys I will be getting it out soon I'll be leaving Atlanta and heading back to the D on Sunday night so that will be uh that will be a great great one RJ says warriors championship 2k uh, 2k 20 champions baby I'll talk to you soon Chris <laughs> RJ you fooling for that but hey I appreciate I appreciate your optimism RJ I'll catch you soon and thank you everyone else that tuned into this IG live Peace.